Hey, everybody. I am Raul Gonzalez. And I'm Oscar Ibieta. And our show is Medicare Agent IQ. Really, the point of our show is to help other insurance agents to be successful in selling Medicare. So, again, I've been doing this about 15 years. 10 years. 10 years. So, got a lot of experience uh, behind us. So today, in, as insurance agents or as advisors, and so kind of the point of the show today is really kind of wanting to discuss the difference between an agent and an advisor in really transitioning from just an agent to an advisor. We'd say uh, definition of, of an agent, right, would be just kind of someone who's there to sell insurance, yeah. right? Yeah, that's what, that's what your license is. Right, so an agent gets you, uh, or a license gets you to be able to be an agent, but kind of your heart and, and what you're trying to do and the focus of, 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 of how you're trying to navigate it all is what makes you an advisor. And we would say that an, an advisor is more about building a lasting relationship, right? And gonna offer some guidance that's gonna be tailored to each individual, right, and their personal situation. Yeah, one of the things that I always talk to agents about when they're when they're entering the, the Medicare space particularly, I always tell them, yes, we're in sales, but it never feels like I'm selling. Right. Because really what we're doing is we're advising without actually going out there and telling people I'm a Medicare advisor because we know that we're actually not allowed to, to put that on our business cards or anything like that, but. Right, oh yeah, yeah, we should probably talk about <clears throat> yeah. that for a second. So United Healthcare, so we're saying we, we should be, a, you, you should be an advisor and, and, and not just an agent, but I will say that United Healthcare does have kind of in their rules of engagement or however, you know, their, their rules do state that we shouldn't use names like consultant, advisor, or anything that would kind of, uh, pull away from the fact that you are in, in fact a sales agent, right? So yeah. we don't want to mislead anyone. You are an agent, but as an agent, your heart is to be an advisor. Yeah, right? and that's all we're doing. We're not selling. Yes, like I said, like I was saying, we're salespeople and we're out there making sales, but it never feels that way. We're out there and our job is just to educate and, and to give people the right guidance so that they can make an informed decision. Is that why it's important to to be an advisor and not just an agent, like just uh, give, what are, what are your thoughts on, on why it's more important than just to kind of always maybe just kind of consider it like an order taker, right? You could go to McDonald's and you can put in an order and, and ask for a Big Mac or a, a quarter pounder with cheese. <laughs> but you could, you could ask for what you guy. want. And the person there, they are not going to um, give you any pushback, right? We're like, well, I don't know. I think your cholesterol looks like it might, it might be higher. <laughs> I wonder if maybe there's a better option for you, maybe in a chicken sandwich or something. Yeah. That's, not, that's not that role, right? Their role is an order taker. Mm -hmm. And so as an insurance agent, I want us to also be careful not to fall into that role. You're not just an order taker. You are an individual that you've got people's, you're dealing with their, their, their life and health and their life is, is really kind of on the line depending on uh, their important needs. So that's why it's got it. We've got to take on that and roll that role is because it, it's so much more important than just being an order taker and saying, Hey, here's your, here's your big Mac. Here's your, here's your fries. Yeah. And I think that's something that a lot of agents can struggle with because they, they can sit down and meet with people and they're saying, you know, they may come to them and say, well, uh, I'd like to, I'd like to get on Humana because that's what my sister has. Right. And so a lot of times agents may just fall in line and say, well, I'm going to, I'm going to sign this person up for Humana. 
without even taking the time to explain all the other options that we have. And really, I think it's important as agents that we do take the time yeah. to, to let them know what their options are for, for a lot of different reasons. One, for their well-being. We wanna make sure that the decision that they're making is the right one for them. The reason there's so many different options out there is because everybody has different needs and everybody's different. That's just the truth of it. And so just because your sister has Humana, it doesn't mean that Humana may be the right fit for you. So I'm not I'm not gonna just sit there and take the order, like you said. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through and just make sure that it is in fact the right fit and make sure that there isn't a better fit for them, again, without using the word better with them, we wanna make sure that there isn't a better fit. The other reason is for retention purposes. If somebody comes to you and says, I want this Humana plan, great, let's let's start there, but let's also look at the other options because if you don't take the time to, to maybe see if there's another plan that's gonna be a good fit for them, you run the risk of them going out, going back out there into the world and meeting another agent who can tell them, hey, well, you're missing out on these benefits or you could be getting these other benefits, you run the risk of losing that client. Yeah, I think that, that that's what immediately when we're talking about that came to my mind, like, man, there's, you go in there and someone says, hey, let me, you know, my, my brother-in-law has Humana, let me get on that. And you don't take the time to do that needs analysis. There, some someone's going to, yeah. And it, it, it might even be something where the where where they go to the doctor's office and they're like, well, yeah, didn't you know that this other plan gives you all these benefits? And it could be like, there's obviously. Um, you go to certain doctors' offices, and 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 they're not supposed to. But sometimes they're gonna they're gonna maybe make a recommendation to say, hey, this United plan might be better for you. And if you would have taken the time to kind of get to know them, uh, could have found out, like you know, instead of just taking that order, and maybe that doctor is one that that yeah. does that, or 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 even more, there could be other needs that they that were more important to them, right? Um, I think there's there's plans out there that have the grocery card benefits, right? Mm -hmm. And so you didn't talk to them about that plan because, well, they, I just enrolled them on the plan with Humana. And so there was this opportunity where they could have gotten that grocery card benefit. You could have been the one that provided it. Now you just lost yourself. And even more, you've lost a brand, it was a brand new to Medicare, right? Like, so you lost that cell. So now you got to replace it with two, you know. So it just it just would make sense to, to not just be an order taker feel that that's probably one of the reasons yeah. it's so important. One more layer of protection that you can add to that is when I'm sitting and talking with them, I'm gonna say, look, we're gonna find the plan that makes the most sense for you. And it doesn't necessarily mean, you flip the switch and say, it doesn't necessarily mean that this is the right fit for somebody else. Because the last thing I want, if it's, especially if it's open enrollment, AEP, the last thing I want is for you to be sitting at the Thanksgiving table, talking to your family members and they say, well, I've got Aetna, that's the best plan. Why don't you have that plan? So you wanna make sure to really educate your clients and say, hey, look, this is the right plan for you. It doesn't mean that it's the right plan for, for the person sitting next to you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one, of the, one of the thoughts that, that I was having is another thing that a, an advisor would do and kind of the importance of an advisor versus being an agent. As we said, an agent's job is to sell insurance, but an advisor is to make sure that someone is in the right situation for them. And I kind of think about, it. I have, uh, I was dealing with a, a financial advisor and he basically, without again, kind of getting too much information, like the, my, my wife used to work for, for one of these big mutual fund companies when she used to work. And so we have, uh, we have 
our investments. We don't have to pay fees or, or something like that. I don't really know. So I, I, that's mm. not my, my strength, but basically we don't have to pay fees. And so this advisor kind of came, we met and we had a good conversation. He was like, man, I want to be honest with you. You probably need to just go ahead and, and stick with what you have. And um, pause. Can you check and make sure that it that, that the recording didn't stop? I'm pretty sure I heard a click. Did you hear it? I didn't hear it. I heard a click. Just okay. All right, we can unpause. Okay, go. So my advisor said, he said, um, you know, I think that probably the best thing for you to do is just to stick with the investments that you have, because why would you join me and then I have these commissions? Why don't you just go ahead and stick with what you have? Obviously we do that on a, on a regular basis, right? But, but that's, that should be the heart of being an advisor versus an agent. It's more important, it's more important, it should be more important in my heart to get you to the right plan for you, even if I'm not making money to do that, because I know that the next time someone comes around, I'm going to get that sell. I'm not worried about, about my own well-being. I'm more worried about taking care of you. And that's what I get paid to do. Yeah. Right. And it's going to lead to referrals. I feel like that goes a long way. There's not an immediate sell there. So you're not getting paid. There's no transaction, right? But it could lead to some referrals because how does that make you feel if somebody tells you, hey, you probably should just leave everything the way that you have. It's like, wow, Raul was really looking out for my best yeah. interest. What a, what a right guy, what a good guy, right? He's doing the right thing for me. So next time I'm out talking to somebody, I'm, you're still probably giving them your business card. Give, give out my card. I'd love to help anybody else who has Medicare. What are they gonna do? They're probably gonna be more inclined to go and hand out your card. You gotta call this guy. Yeah. He's gonna do what's right for you. So there's many, many years ago, I probably in my first year working in Medicare, I had a lady who had, uh, she had benefits through like the group health, or I'm sorry, uh, she had benefits through the, the federal employees health benefits mm -hmm. that she actually needed at the time. It, it made a lot of sense for her. And so again, probably 15 years ago, and she, I, and I went through, explained that she was on the right plan for her. She basically sent me probably eight people that, that, that I've helped through the years. And a couple of years, or I'm sorry, this last AEP went by and I hadn't talked to her in a while. This last AEP comes and she calls me and she says, hey, is this Raul's number? And I was like, yeah. She's like, do you remember me? I was like, yeah, of course I remember you. You remember people who give you a lot of referrals, yeah. right? And so I was like, of course I remember you. She's like, yeah, uh, I still can't, I st I'm still good with my insurance. I don't know if you remember, you told me that a long time ago, but I have another friend that is interested. And she said, I, I actually just saw you on TV. <laughs> I, was on a, I was on a TV commercial and nice. she was like, I remember. And then I told him, hey, you gotta call this guy. He's real honest and he, and he took care of me. So that, I mean, years and years later, it can still pay off. Yeah. So it's, it's absolutely, um, just a couple of thoughts in, in, of, of what could be uh, kind of an, an agent versus an advisor is really showing empathy, I think is a, is a big thing also. In addition to those other things, actually caring about the individual that you're sitting in front of, right? Yeah. It's important. You have to, right? You have to have their best interests in mind because 
if you do things the right way, just like you said earlier, when you get when I first got into the business, you trained me to say, treat everybody as if they were your own mom or dad, your grandmother or grandfather. And if you do things that way, the right way, that you're gonna do well in this business. And, yeah. and I've done that for the last 10 years and, and I've done well. Yeah, there's things like that, that you can do. And, and unfortunately, it's it's one of the sad parts of our business is, is when they give you a call and we're like, Oscar, I'm calling to let you know that my husband passed away. The immediate thing that you should do is just stop, and just kind of think about how they're probably feeling and then just being able to having to make that call. And because a lot of times they're calling for guidance, right? What do I do? Is there anything I need to do? Do I need to inform Medicare? Do I need to inform the, the insurance company that I'm on? I'm going to say, you know what? Let, let's pause for just a second here. And I'm so sorry. What you know is is, is what happened. You know, I, I'm so he was such a he was such a good man. Or you know, I, my conversations with him, he was he was always so wonderful. And just like take a take a second to actually care about what just went on. I've seen it where agents would just be like, um, oh, okay, yeah, just go ahead and call, blah blah blah. I'm like, whoa. Are you serious? Right. Like you have to show empathy. You have to show that they that, that, that people matter to you. And so one, the, the reason to do that is just because it's the right thing to do, right? Just the, the right heart to have. But of course, in all of that, when you are a genuine person in that way, people are going to refer business to you. So I, I would say that's a, a, a big one is, is showing empathy. Another one is improving communication skills. So I want to talk about that for just a second, because sometimes this is hard for agents yeah. to do. And it was it was hard for me as well at the beginning where you explain something and it makes complete sense to you. Right. You're like, man, I, I couldn't have explained it any better. The problem is that they still don't understand. Yeah. You've got to figure out ways to reword things in a way that maybe the, the way that you think doesn't make sense, but maybe it would make more sense to them. Yeah, I think, and I, and I take a lot of pride in this, right? I'm going to take a second to toot my horn because it. one of the things that, that I, that I, something that I hear a lot from, from clients when I go out and meet with people is, Oscar, you do such a great job of, of making me understand this. I feel a lot better. Uh, it all makes sense to me now. And so I take a lot of pride in that because I know that this stuff is confusing, but it was a struggle for me too. Yeah. You know, a lot of times we get caught up using terminology that, that is a foreign language to them, but it makes sense to us. Or like you said, we're, we're saying it in a way that in our head it makes sense, but it doesn't, it doesn't come out the right way. So practice that, practice your delivery on how, how you're gonna communicate with these people. I think that's a super important part because how does that make you feel from the other, you know, from a consumer standpoint is if you're able to really help me understand this and you can make it make sense and explain it in a way that, it, that I understand it, it makes me feel a lot better and I get a lot more comfortable sitting there with you and it's going to make my decision making process it's going to have a positive impact the likelihood of me actually choosing to do business with you is is a lot higher yeah and i think uh, a big part of this is also kind of knowing your audience and what i mean is is if you're sitting in front of someone that seems to be less educated if they seem to not if they seem to not have uh, a whole lot of education uh, in their you know finance you can tell in a lot of ways, one, the way that they speak, but also financially, like what their financial situation is. You can kind of get a feel for, for their level of education. They might not understand big words. 
And I think that we've, you know, and, and it's not fair for them, you know, you're, you're, you're showing your fancy vocabulary and things like that. And, and sometimes people might be too embarrassed to right. say, hold on, I'm not, I'm not actually not sure what that word means. So keep in mind that the Medicare and you handbook is written on a seventh grade reading level. And the reason is, is that there's some seniors and, and as, as time goes on, there's less and less, a lot of them went to, but I know my grandparents, like my grandmother only went up to like fifth grade because she had to work on a farm. Yeah. And that, that was kind of, that was, that was her reality. So let's kind of, kind of keep that in mind too. And that's, that's another way of kind of just being more than just an agent, you know, just, yeah. I'm just, here's, you know, here's everything that I do. Um, and then of course, stay ahead of some problems. Right. And, and so what are some problems that you could stay ahead of? Let's see here. Sorry, I lost my train of thought because there was one thing that I wanted to talk. Let's get back. Let's go back to the problems one because I want to talk about the uh, deepening your product and industry knowledge. I wanted to share a story that that a recent story that I had and that I experienced. So I actually went and met with with an individual with a lady who is turning 65, reached out to me, wanted to get together because she needed help uh, enrolling in a plan, figuring out which plan is the right one for her. So understanding, you know, having the product knowledge so that when I go and sit down with her and being able to explain the options, that's important, but understanding the market that you're working into, because when I met with her, she explained, or when, when I spoke to her, she told me who her doctor was. So I already had an idea of which plan I was going to enroll right. her with. Right. And let's just, I'm just going to throw it out there. I had, I, I planned on enrolling her in United Healthcare. That right. was, that was my plan going into it. So when I met with her, she brought her husband and her husband, um, her husband already has Medicare and he's on United Healthcare. He's on the, he's, he's diabetic. So he's on the chronic product that has grocery benefits. It's a great, it's a great product. And so I thought, well, sheesh, I could, I could enroll her into United Healthcare and they could both have, um, they can both be on the same plan or there's an opportunity for me not only to make a sale with her, and I can also maybe earn his business as well because when we sat down and met, he was telling me he didn't know. He asked me, "How can I get a hold of my agent? I have no idea who my agent is, and I would just like to know who it is because I, I need to order a card and I would like to really know what my benefits are with my plan." And so I thought, "There's my opportunity." I said, "I can help you order your card." So I transitioned. So I went in there planning to sell a United Healthcare plan, and then I thought, "Well." If I can make them both my clients, let's go with Humana because Humana also has a great, great product. And so the fact that I knew that off the top of my head allowed me to make an immediate transition in that moment and turn one sale into two. Right. Just because I knew that their doctor was in the network with both plans. Right. And I think that as long as, and what I always tell people, as long as you can, uh, you can make it in your head that you're putting them in a very similar or a better situation by going, you know, to this other yeah. carrier, then it makes sense to do that, right? Of course. So yeah, thanks for clarifying that. Cause yeah. I just, I was saying it without, you know, I thought it was going without having to be, having to be said, but thanks for, for our audience, everyone who's listening, but yeah, absolutely. So the plan that I was, so, so I, I, I transitioned to Humana and they also have a chronic product here, here in the market. And it actually, when you kind of line it up apples to apples, it competes and it was slightly better. There were more benefits that he was getting. So at the end of it, he had questions or throughout it, right? He had questions. So what does this look like? How does this compare? And of course it was, it ultimately turned out that I was 
actually able to put him in a better in a better position and right. get him better benefits and or, you know lower co-pays more benefits and of course i was the cherry on top now you have me now you know who your agent is now you know who to call if you lose a card now you know so it's the value that i'm bringing from 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 an agent standpoint from an advisor standpoint right to say look these are all the things that i can do for you so it's not just a product i'm not going away now we have a relationship we we are in a relationship where i'm going to be here throughout your entire Medicare journey. Yeah, I love that, I love that. Hey, so let's talk real quick about, actually let's go Let's go back, uh, just staying ahead of problems. I think that uh, just one of the thoughts that comes to my mind is kind of ID card problems, right? Or or taking advantage of transportation if they, if, if they seem to need the transportation and, um, and kind of ID cards is always, is always a, a it's one that could could become a problem as depending on the carrier right so just kind of staying ahead of problems is another way to to be an advisor more than just just an agent more than just somebody that um, that that could that, that's just because anyone like really you can go online and enroll yourself right. into a plan like you're com you're competing now with the internet yeah. <laughs> like it just well here's a quick yeah. example right staying ahead of another another problem that you, this is an easy one if you're if you're helping somebody who is maybe 68 years old they're retiring they're leaving their group insurance and they're going to be coming on to a medicare advantage plan well they've been eligible for medicare for the last three years so what's going to happen when you enroll them into this medicare advantage plan the system is automatically going to send them a letter saying that they're subject to the Part D late enrollment penalty. Right. And really, it's just a you just call in and you make a, a verbal. Uh, it's just a verbal attestation that you say, "Hey, look, I've had credible coverage. Credible coverage through my employer. I've had drug coverage through them all these for the last three years." But when they get that letter, they're going to get a letter that says you are subject to a penalty and and you're going to owe all this money. It's a scary letter. So. Yeah. I get ahead of it. Hey, look, you're gonna get a letter that's gonna tell you that you're gonna have to pay a penalty. Don't worry, you don't have to. Just call me when you get that letter. We'll call into the insurance company and let them know that you've had creditable drug coverage through them through your employer the last three years. Just letting them know that they're gonna get that. You stay ahead of problems and you stay in their good graces. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Let's uh, let's talk about some challenges that there are in being an advisor. What are what are a couple of challenges that you that you think are, are bigger challenges that we run into? Well, I think when I started, you know, when we started, I said, sometimes people come and, and just not be the order taker, right? You don't wanna be just somebody, you wanna be able to actually educate them and let them know what it is that you're able to do as an advisor. Sometimes we get caught up in just that transaction that we forget to let them know all the different services um, that we offer, and so yeah. really, they just they might think, oh, he's the he's the Humana guy, or he's the United Healthcare guy, and that's it. Uh, we want to make sure that as agents, we let them know everything it is that we're able to do for them, and all the services that kind of come around enrolling them into their plan. Yeah, I think for for me, one of the ones that that jumps out at me would be fighting the sales mindset, and what I mean is to 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 not just be a salesperson, and where I'm. I'm, I'm looking out for you. And, and so I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the rest of my interests behind. So I had a, I had a, I have a friend who used to be a financial advisor and then he went to go work at a job and he was like, yeah, salespeople, you can't trust them. And I'm like, man, 
it's just not true. Like I can, I can very, very uh, easily remove myself from the equation. And what I mean is like, I don't, I don't like regardless, I know that, that I'm going to be making a good living doing what I'm doing. I'm going to be fine. So I can put other people ahead of my own interest and say, Hey, look, the most important thing to me is you and in, in, in that you are in the right situation for you. I can walk away from the cell if I need to. I can tell you, hey, you know what? You should go on this based off of the needs that you told me, even though I'm going to get paid less. Like say, I'm going to put you on a PDP for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Even though, uh, let's just say that somebody is dual eligible and kind of figure out that realistically here in Texas, they get all their co-pays paid. They don't really need any of the extra benefits and none of their doctors work with the, with the plans we're on and they're really attached to them. I think you should go ahead and stay on, on a PDP. Let's get you on a prescription drug plan. I might only make 60 bucks. I don't even know what the commission, I have no idea what the commission is, but (laughs) I I know it's not the same as Medicare, a Medicare advantage plan, but the important thing for me is I could eliminate my interests from the equation. And I think that if as sales agents, we can all get to that place where we can say, I don't care. I know that at the end of all of this, like three years from now, that if, as long as I made all the right decisions, I got the referrals coming in because people want to work with me. I've got all of these things taken care of. Let's not worry about one cell. Let's not worry about one person choosing a PDP. Let's go ahead and 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 put their interest in mind. So that's a big part for me of kind of like a one of the uh, one of the things that some people need to overcome. Got any others? No, and it's going to come back and it's going to come back full circle. And just understand that, especially if you're newer to the insurance business or the Medicare business. Just remember, you're playing the long game. You're running a marathon. We're not running a sprint. And so just do this over time, and and you're going to see that over time, this stuff is going to come back and reward you. Yeah. Uh, building trust is another one. I would say that that it can be difficult, but once you've done all these other things, it becomes a lot easier, yeah. right? So if I can truly do everything that's right for the other person, naturally trust is going to 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 be built. Another part of building trust would be returning calls in a timely manner. So a lot of a lot of times people will not get back to someone within 24, 48 hours, or calling a few days later, a week later, or not at all. And what kind of trust are you actually able to build when you do that, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, it's. I mean, it's a big factor. You have to have their trust because do you want to do business with somebody that you don't trust? Yeah, man, not, not, at, not at all, not at all. Um, managing time and relationships, you know, advisors will, will typically work with clients over a longer period of time than, than just your average agent. And what I mean is, is, you know, you mentioned earlier, the guy told you, yeah, I, I wish I even knew who my agent was. I don't even know who it is. Like, man, I, that would, that would hurt my feelings. And obviously like, uh, to be real honest, I probably have <laughs> some clients at this point that, that I haven't talked to in quite some time. But when I was actively selling and I was getting out into the field on a regular basis, I was staying in contact with, with my clients. I was calling them a couple times a year. And I think that that's an important part also is, and, and we'll at some point have a full, uh, a full podcast on being a great agent and, you know, but, but a big part of that is even if, even if the clients don't have an immediate need, stay in contact with them, just check in, just, just make sure that everything is going smoothly. Hey, don't, don't forget I'm your agent, by the way there's anyone that you know that I might be able to help. I would love to help any of your friends who are turning 65. You can always turn that into something more, but, but you got to keep up with those, with those clients. 
find ways to touch them, right, a couple times a year, even if it's not via phone call. I know a lot of our seniors are more and more tech savvy, so a lot of them have emails. If you have, if you work a CRM and you have their emails stored in there, you could you could send out emails to them on a regular basis, send thank you cards, birthday cards, figure out ways that you can touch them throughout the year, because if they lose your card, if they lose your information and then they get that random birthday card from you, well, there's my agent. Let me give them a call. I've been, I've been meaning to reach out to them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, another one is keeping up with regulatory compliance. And so we, you know, as we've done over the, over, we've done podcasts where we talk about just regulations and kind of keeping up with those things. You know, it's important as an agent to keep up with those things. It makes you a better agent. You're able to market in a way that is not misleading, right? And, yeah. and things like that. So keep up with those things. One last one that I wanted to go through is handling emotionally charged situations in the right way. So we've all had those calls from clients where they are being rude or they are talking to you in a way that maybe I don't need to be talked to this way, that kind of thing, right? But but realistically, there are these emotionally charged situations. How do you deal with those? It's a struggle, right? Yeah. I feel like it's something that I've gotten better at over the years uh, because even recently I've had, um, I've had you know, there was there was a, a particular client that I feel like I went to war for this person. It was a struggle trying to get the, their Medicare activated. And then once we finally got it, uh, it was a struggle trying to get the plan approved because they were missing information. And it was just, I feel like I really went to war for this person. And, and then come to find out, I see it, I see that I got a chargeback for them because <laughs> they ended up making a plan change. And like, it, it really, I got in my feelings for a little bit. And like, normally I'd want to call them up and be like, hey, what happened? Why did you switch your insurance plan? I helped you do this, this, and this, and then right. you go and just betray me. <laughs> so I kind of had to just let it marinate and just sit on it and be like, look, maybe something happened to where they just didn't understand the situation. Either way, I'm going to maybe give them a courtesy call and see if there's anything that I could have could have done, right? Because they're still my client. They're, they're not going to be disenrolled until later. So I can call and say, hey, look, maybe there was something that I didn't do. What can I learn from this and, and turn it into to maybe a lesson and, and just let them know, hey, look, I would still love the opportunity maybe down the road we can get together and and revisit come AEP and if you have any other friends or family members that could use my help I would love to help them and kind of just tactfully remind them that I that I worked hard to to help them out and I would still love to help anybody else that they can refer to me so I kind of turned that negative into a positive yeah um, another one might be like if somebody's angry about something the, the way that I handle it is if they call me and they're angry, I'm going to, first of all, I'm going to let them talk. I'm just going to, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And I'm going to give them chance because a lot of times people just want to yell. They <laughs> just want to get it out. And whatever that reason is, and a lot of times, realistically, especially as an agent, it's not my fault. Like, yeah. it's not my fault you have to get a referral right. for, you know, uh, or, or to get an authorization on an yeah. MRI and it hasn't come in. So I realize it's not my fault. And and I and I'm not taking it personal because it's not me, right? So I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to I'm going to relax, and then I'm going to breathe. And when they give me a chance to talk, first thing I'm going to say is, "Man, I completely understand how you feel right now, and I'm so sorry that you're going through this." All of a sudden, people just let their guard down. Everything is all of a sudden. Wait, he listened, and he said, 
that he thinks I'm right and yeah. he understands how I feel, you know what? We're good. And, and so that's a that's another real important one. I think that you can you can really deescalate things a lot. There was one time where uh, and I learned this from it. And, and this is this is how it is. Right. This is why we do this podcast is because we can learn from each other, learn from learn from people who have done this longer. So uh, there is a there. His name is Barry out of uh, he lives in, in Fort Worth. And I remember one day we missed an appointment. We he had a scheduled lead in-home appointment visit and he was like three hours late and it turned out it was just kind of maybe he didn't get it in his email or something like that and the guy i talked to he was heated i mean he was angry and i couldn't calm him down and i'm usually pretty good at that and he calls him up he's like man i'm so sorry can you believe it? i listen we're having computer problems and and i'm so sorry about that but can you do me can you help me real quick just help me i i'll i'll I could get there tomorrow if you just, or I could get there later on today if you just, if you just help me out here and just understand that, that there was a mistake. And all of a sudden he got the guy to calm down and he was like, man, if you just help me figure this out, you know, I'm sorry for doing this. And he, he just, it's just showing like, hey man, I understand that there was an error here. I understand why you're frustrated. Let's just, now let's resolve it. Let me let me get your back. Let's help resolve it. So, hey, just a couple of reminders, everybody. Uh, our podcast we're doing on a weekly basis. Do me a favor. Make sure to 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 hit the subscribe and notification. Whether you be on uh, on on any of them, Apple, Spotify, or or, uh, or or any of the platforms, but also on YouTube and follow our content on Instagram, on TikTok, on, on Facebook, really every, every everywhere. We're, we're trying to be everywhere. And really our, our heart is, again, to help agents. We're gonna continue to pump out that content and just help agents to be successful. Don't hesitate to send us a direct message and we're always gonna respond, maybe, maybe go through uh, some questions that we're getting and do it on a podcast and there is a plan in the future to even do a call-in day where we can let people know who've been engaging with our content don't hesitate to to call in we'll have a, a phone number and, and we'll get you on the show get you on on air and, and really our heart our goal is to help agents so let us know what questions anything that you want us to talk about even throw it down in the comments if you're watching on YouTube let us know and uh, and we'll do the best that we can to uh to get to them so thank you all so much and really just appreciate being uh, invited into your car so thank you so much